Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Elizabeth, you told the story of your parents having retired, so now they're on a fixed income, I assume. Mm-hmm. And you said, don't give me much for birthday. Just mm-hmm. go to the 99-cent store. I want a variety of little things from there. Yeah, just hairpins and little things. She yeah. doesn't spend much. And so my mother shows up to our little get-together, and she has the bag with with all these little wrap things. And, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy. I'm, I'm wrapping them and thanking them for every single thing. And then I get to the bottom of the box, of the bag, and there's a little box, hmm. a very, very small box, right. and she has painted it, hand-painted. Oh, and I my. go, oh, thank you. No, she says, there's more. I open the box. Mm-hmm. And I open the box, and there is a roll of bills there, and I realized very soon that it's $100 bills. And I opened uh, the roll, and there are 10 bills of $100 um, you know, I, I was starting my PhD, this is, was a few years ago, and they wanted to help me with my studies, and there was a $1,000 cash inside the little Your box. parents, who had just recently retired, now on a fixed income, gave you $1,000 when you just asked for 99-cent gifts. Yeah, you know, and I started crying. I remember I was in a public place, it was a, a restaurant, and I could not stop cl- uh, crying, and I wanted to say something that to show how thankful I was, and I don't know if you ever had the experience that you received something so big that you can't say anything other than thank you. Yeah. Because you can't never repay. You are yeah. so surprised. It's so much bigger. Words are completely inadequate. How do I express this? Yes. How do I so say I'm what I'm So I'm crying and I keep saying thank you, thank you, and I don't know what else to say. And this was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. They've done that since every year for my birthday because no. they want to help me to, to complete the PhD, which I'm supposed to defend my dissertation soon. And, uh, you know, it was... It's, <laughs> It was so much that more than I bargained for that um, I said, you know, maybe this is the way that this woman felt when she brought everything she had for Jesus because she had been forgiven or, or something had happened to her mm-hmm. that she wanted to pour this gratitude on right. Jesus. Right. And uh, we're going to go to a very interesting story on chapter 12 of John. Yeah, we find the story of an anointing for Jesus. And, and there's, again, there are two levels to this story. There's a physical and there's a spiritual level. You but know, this story links back to chapter 11 as well, doesn't it? Because we started chapter 11 talking about uh, the Mary and Martha and how the Mary here is the same one who anointed Jesus with oil, but yet we haven't told the story about Jesus being anointed with yeah, oil yet. see, chapter 11, verse 2, when we introduced Lazarus, it says, it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother's Lazarus was sick. But the truth is, John hasn't told that no, story the yet. the story is in chapter 12. That's right. He's very skilled in doing this. Uh, the Gospel of John is constantly linked with mm-hmm. one one story with the other. Kind of keeps you reading. It's a teaser to keep you going. <laughs> That's think, exactly. You know? And you know, at the end of the Lazarus story in verse 53, mm-hmm. it says that from that day on, they planned together to kill him because right. they said, this is too big of a miracle. We have to kill this man. This is a real turning point in the relationship here with the, the Jewish leaders and their attitude towards Jesus. And so, we see references to his death, to his crucifixion. From this point forward. On, so, over and over again throughout the rest of John. Yeah. So, in the Gospel of John, what uh, starts these thoughts about killing mm-hmm. Jesus is the resurrection of Lazarus. Mm-hmm. So, from here on, you're going to get Lazarus, you're going to get um, the word Passover that reminds you of the Feast of Passover that Jesus has mm-hmm. been intro- 
introduced at the very beginning of the book as the Lamb of God that takes away the, mm-hmm. the sins of the world, you're going to get uh, talks about burial and death constantly. And this, and this story uh, really begins to tie all that together. We begin yes. to see this in bold relief with this particular story in chapter 12. Okay. Uh, verse 1, Jesus, therefore, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. And see, again, the link goes, back to chapter 11, absolutely. right? So, they made him a supper there, and Martha was serving, but Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. Mary, therefore, took a pound of very costly perfume of pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Okay, a lot of people, and I'm one of them, believe that this is the same uh, occasion as the other anointments in the other three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, even mm-hmm. though there is no name mentioned right. in those. Right. Some scholars believe this is a completely different thing. Yeah. But when you see the price of the perfume, what it was about, the, if you ever make a, um, a comparison of all four, they look so similar. Yeah, too many similarities to be merely coincidence. I, yes. I agree with you that this is the same person. Yeah, for sure, Mary had received something great from Jesus, aside right. from the fact that he, he had resurrected. Lazarus, and and she has this gratitude that is just flamboyant, is overflowing, it's just, you know, coming out of her, and uh, she cannot stop but do everything that she has. She brings all this money because three, you know, mm-hmm. the the costly perfume is. is <laughs> I'm sure in the other gospels said it was three hundred denarii, mm-hmm. a, a whole uh, a year's a whole, wages. Yeah, and, and where where a woman in particular in those days got that kind of money in order to uh, lavish this upon Jesus is, is another story in and of itself. See, yeah, see, Luke it mentions a sinner, a woman yes, that was a sinner. a sinner, and then of course you say, well, of course she was a sinner, mm-hmm. so she could collect all this money. Right here, it only says that it was Mary, but right. this is one of those. Uh, instances in which this gratitude just flows. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I want to stop here and take you to the Old Testament for a moment. Um, As we said, um, it's introduced with the Passover, and the Passover is a really big word for John because he will present Jesus as the Passover lamb. Uh, the Passover is registered in Exodus 14. Perhaps you guys remember um, the Passover is still celebrated until today. Um, I, I have served Passover for the Jews myself, and, and it's incredible for a Christian to serve mm-hmm. Passover because you see all the, the symbols of That's Jesus right. there. And Exodus 14 uh, is where um, Moses said, okay, we're going to do this from now on, and this is what it is. Um, we are actually, the Passover is, is talked about before, um, 13 and 12. All those chapters mm-hmm. talk about the Passover. Um, why don't we read chapter 12, let's say, verse 21 on, that talks about the Passover lamb. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go and take for yourselves lambs according to your families and slay the Passover lamb. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood which is in the basin and apply some of the blood that is in the basin to the lintel uh, and the two doorposts, and none of you shall go outside uh, the door of this house until morning. For the Lord will pass through and smite the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And he says, and you shall observe this event as an ordinance for you and your children forever. And this is where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Now, you know this story. Uh, they do this, and um, they are spared from the angel of death that came that right. night on the 10th plague. 
Then this great redemption happens because God delivers them from slavery on chapter 14 of, of Exodus. And on chapter 15 of Exodus, they all come up with this song. Because see, what happens is when you receive something really great from the mm-hmm. Lord, you have this outpouring of you, gratitude. You have to say thank you. There's got to be an outpouring, and that outpouring is very often spontaneous, and at times it's extravagant. Yes, and they do that as a people. And chapter uh, 15 of Exodus mm-hmm. has this outpouring in this new song, mm-hmm. and they all sing this song about how great God is that has redeemed them. And then Miriam, on verse 20, takes her timbrel and starts dancing. I mean, who packs a timbrel when you are going for a... Yeah, yeah but she's know? got one, but and she, she starts one. to dance before. Before, before the Lord. And all the women, says verse 20, started dancing with their timbrels, and, and, mm-hmm. and then all of Israel started started singing and dancing and thanking the Lord for what He had, right. done, they, he had done for them. You, you know, this experience of exuberance before the Lord is something that we need to recapture because of what He's done for us. I find far too many Christians going to church looking like they've been drinking vinegar. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the frown is just just painted onto their face, yes, and yet and there should be an experience of joy before our Lord. Yes, before and this done. is what we're trying to point out, that uh, this woman uh, back in John 12, Mary, is experiencing this exuberant, this flamboyant gratitude that, that she's giving everything she has. And this is a different type of religion uh, than those that experience their religiosity of mm-hmm. saying, okay, I got to do this to please God. I got to do this to the... Th- that's the vinegar <laughs> religion that, the that vinegar. this is talked about. One of, one of the hallmarks of true religion, of true genuine spirituality is joy. Uh, God's people have joy because of what God has done for them. When religion becomes a burden, when it is taxing for you, there's no joy in that. But when you recognize what He has done for you and your response to Him is one of uh, overwhelming love and mm-hmm. exuberance for Him, that is a true sign of a genuine religion. You know, there there are two types of religion. The religion based on fear, mm-hmm. which many people practice, and yes. the religion that is gratitude, where your life is the perfume or a new song, right. because you just can't stop. No, you cannot. And it's very different. Some people say, well, yeah, but if we don't uh, scare them to death, they're not going to do this stuff. And I'm going, oh, you are so underestimating the power I, of grace. I have heard evangelists say that. If you don't frighten them, they won't come. What which is Which is uh, some of the worst theology I have ever heard. It is joy and the love of Christ and our gratitude to Him that draws us. If you keep reading, you're going to find that Judas is the one that represents the religiosity and, right. and he starts uh, criticizing uh, this flamboyant gratitude. Right. Why wasn't this sold and the money given to the to poor? To the poor, and he even sounds religion. Yeah. Religion Religious. And Jesus said in verse 7, let her alone she that, so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. So, it's being connected with Jesus' right. death. Right. And says, you always will have the poor with me, uh, with you. There's always things to do, mm-hmm. but you won't always have me. And here, Jesus is accepting this flamboyant worship that the, she's doing. There are, giving times, there are times when the only proper response to Jesus is one of extravagance and one of joy. Because of what He has done for you, the sins that He has taken away, the sacrifice that He has paid for you, the only response is a response of extravagance. Sing before your Lord, dance before Him, experience His joy today. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.